Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from John chapter 17, verses 21 to 23. My prayer is that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one, as we are one, I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity, to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. In our day of growing individualism, unity seems like a difficult quest, doesn't it? What does it take to bring people together? You may be surprised at one suggestion that's gaining traction these days. Last February, Forbes magazine had an article about a recent study titled, What Customers Want from Brands in a Divided Society. Among other things, the study noted, whether people are shopping for soap or shoes, they're weighing a brand's principles as much as its products. And the article went on to note, as an example, Coca-Cola purchased a 60-second ad during the Super Bowl in January titled, A Coke is a Coke. The commercial suggested that everyone, regardless of ethnicity, background, or political affiliation, can agree on a certain cold, fizzy beverage on a hot day. It's hard to imagine that the key to unity can be found in a bottle of pop. It's nice that two people might enjoy the same brand, but is that unity? Sometimes it's tempting to think that unity in the church is a matter of brands. After all, there are all different types of denominations. If that's the case, then Jesus' prayer for unity would almost seem to have been unanswered. But unity in God's church isn't found in external ties and rights like civic organizations. In fact, it's not something we create. Strictly speaking, there is only one church, the communion of saints, the total number of those who believe in Christ. By faith in Christ, we have forgiveness of sins and are clothed with our Savior's righteousness. Paul describes this unity of the church in Ephesians. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. This unity crosses all races, nations, and borders and binds us together in Him. And we can rejoice that this God-established unity will never fail. That's because this unity is brought about by the Holy Spirit through His Word. Soda pop and a handshake can't create this unity. Thankfully, however, God can and He does. As Jesus prayed earlier in this prayer, Sanctify them by the truth. Your Word is truth. Jesus' prayer is answered as his church finds its unity in the gospel and its pure teaching. And it's by faithfully sharing and proclaiming this saving message in all its truth that the Holy Spirit continues to work faith and unity today and tomorrow. Finally, Jesus prayed, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. And you can be sure that day will come when, as Paul says, he will present his church to himself as a radiant church, 
without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for calling us to faith by the gospel and making us members of your holy Christian church, the communion of saints. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.